Welcome to yet another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. Hello, hello. My name is Inez Bai. I am your host and I'm also a health and mindset coach. And today I wanted to bring you an episode about how to cope with your body changing or how to deal with your body image during this time of isolation. Because I know for many people, it is bringing up a lot of different thoughts or feelings. And I feel like this whole situation is really putting a magnifying glass on anything that may have been bubbling below the surface and is really feeling like we need to deal with it or it might be feeling really overwhelming if we're having a lot of negative thoughts or just like a lot of feels. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to deal with any sort of feeling you might be having with your body image or even with your mindset or your body that's changing um, within this episode. So get comfy or enjoy your walk or wherever you are listening to this. I would actually love to see where you are listening to this so take a photo tag me post on your instagram story so that i can see where you're listening to um, this podcast and what you're doing all right let's dive in Let's just start with acknowledging that this experience we are currently going through is literally a once in a generation like a once in a century you know once in a whatever we want to call it so the your response and your reaction to this whole crisis is so like normal like nothing is normal so therefore everything you're experiencing that feels completely uncomfortable or completely out of your comfort zone is normal right nothing is normal so that means everything is normal and of course you are going to be responding in different ways maybe you are emotionally eating more maybe you don't feel motivated to exercise maybe you're feeling like you have really low energy or maybe your body is just responding and your mindset is just responding in a way that you don't even know how to kind of comprehend and that's making you take it out in your body so I just want to first really give you the space and the time to reflect on the fact that this is such a wild situation and the way that you're reacting is perfect you don't need to beat yourself up about it you don't need to make yourself feel guilty about it and you're also not doing anything wrong at all and this kind of brings me to my first point of how to manage with your changing body and this is something that I have kind of been dealing with over the past couple of years like if we kind of go back in my journey when I was first getting into health and fitness my main goal was to always lose weight and I thought once I get the six pack then I'll be confident and then people will like me and then I'll be more successful and so I really I really tried my best to lose as much weight weight <laughs> as much weight as possible wow I'm glitching um And I did, I got really skinny and I got really lean, but I could never see it, right? Because my mindset was so warped and I really struggled with body dysmorphia for a really long time. And I really struggled with over-exercising, under-eating, restricting, and then having huge binge situations every now and again, which was also really uncomfortable. Um, But eventually it got to this point where I was feeling so low in energy and I was feeling so not confident on my skin. And I kind of hit this point of burnout where I was like, I can't keep doing what I'm doing. And I had to understand that I needed to gain weight. And that was so scary at the time. And, you know, you look on social media these days and there are really different representations of all kind of bodies, shapes, sizes, cultures, races, whatever have you. And 
whilst it doesn't make it necessarily easier because everyone's first experience of something is always going to be the most tricky to navigate, but there really wasn't that much of girls gaining weight on my social media at the time. And to be honest, it wasn't like I decided, okay, I'm going to gain weight, but I decided I don't want to live a life where I'm restricting all the time, where all I can think about is what I'm putting in my mouth, where I put my whole self-worth on how much exercise I'm doing. And so I decided to do a little bit less exercise. I started following a program. I wasn't smashing myself every day. I was eating a little bit more and I actually hired a coach that was also doing like a reverse diet and that was also not like obsessed with being super skinny and I just followed her word for it and that really helped me to understand that I was allowed to feel energetic and that and then I did put on a little bit of weight right and so I've really been on this journey of understanding my own fat phobia and understanding why I was so scared about becoming fat because in my mind I had built up this belief that I needed to be skinny in order to be accepted and that if I wasn't skinny people were going to hate me people were going to laugh at me and that I would ultimately be rejected from society and die and be alone and not be able to be successful right but then I kind of broke through that which was very uncomfortable this transformation for me to gain weight and to be okay with gaining weight was extremely uncomfortable I didn't know what to expect I constantly felt worried about my body I constantly thought everyone was looking at me but I can confidently say that looking back at that time when my body was changing a lot and I really was experiencing a lot of different like I had to throw out clothes and I was looking different and I felt like my body was changing so much let me tell you that nobody cares oh my god literally oh if I could just go back and shake myself nobody's even really looking at you and people look at you more when they can sense that you're uncomfortable when they can sense that you're trying to hide something and for me I was trying to hide my weight gain which was like only a couple of kilos at the time and since you know obviously I think we don't talk about enough that as we grow older of course we're going to gain weight you know like when I was 19 I weighed 52 kilos and I now weigh like 68 kilos like I've gained a lot of weight in the past couple of years And I couldn't be happier about it. I literally feel so much more vibrant than I have ever in my life. I have the energy to do the things that I want to do. I feel more confident in my skin. And that's not just purely because I gained weight, but it's also because gaining weight shattered all of the preconceived ideas I had about what it was to be successful, which really gave me the space to express myself more authentically and design my own identity that wasn't so confined by what I thought I should be or what society had led me to be right when you break free from the mold it was scary because you're like I don't know if this is going to work and I don't know if people are going to accept me it also gives you the opportunity to create something for yourself that is so unique to who you are as a person and that is when you are powerful and that is when people don't look at you funny because you're just living your own life and you're not judging yourself and if anyone does judge you it is a projection of their own insecurity and yes of course when you are feeling really confident in yourself and self-aware and you're self-assured that can ruffle some feathers and make some people uncomfortable but it only makes them uncomfortable for their own selfish personal reasons because it shines a light on the fact that they don't feel comfortable within their own skin so if anyone ever dare judges you for your Weight or the way that your body looks, it will sting. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it here, but also remind yourself that whilst it's okay for you to feel upset, it doesn't mean that there's actually anything inherently wrong with you and you losing weight is not going to change the way that that person perceives you. And it was really only to do with that person's own insecurities of what they believe around gaining weight, around body, around scales and, you know, our weight and whatever. So, 
it's really important that you, if you are gaining weight, you remind yourself that the number on the scale does not determine your worth. The way that you look does not determine your value as a person. And at the end of the day, the way that you look is one of the least interesting things about you. And if you think about anyone that you truly value or that you look up to or that inspires you, is the first thing you think about the way that they look or is it the way that they make you feel? Right. And this is why it's so important to tap into the feelings that you want from your dream body. For me, I was like constantly being like, I want to be skinnier. I want to be um, I want to have a six pack. I want to be leaner. But when I really dug deeper beneath that, it was I wanted to be more confident. I wanted to have more friends. I wanted to feel more free in my body. And so it was asking myself, how can I embody those feelings now? Because when I embody those feelings, that is what leaves a lasting impression on people. And that is also how you become um a magnet for surrounding yourself with even more people like that, that accept you for who you are in the skin suit that you have. And it allows you also to shine your other qualities that are so valuable and that are there, but they're so hard to find and to hear when all that's going on in your head is this constant loop of, I need to lose weight. My body's not good enough. It will just keep going unless you start to focus on the other things that you have to offer to this world. And trust me, every single one of us has so much potential, so much creativity within you, but it's always going to be really hard to hear that and to source that if you're focusing so much on your physical body. I actually just had a really interesting conversation with one of my clients, shout out if you know who you are, about how she was feeling worried about gaining weight in isolation, which, you know, is so normal. Like, We all feel that. We all feel like uncertain about what's going to happen to our bodies in isolation, especially because if you're like me, I have never trained at home. I've always had access to a gym. I've always lifted really heavy. I've always felt really motivated to go train, really, to be honest, except for my little um, hiatus last year when I quit powerlifting. And then I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing with my life? So, again, that's a really good example for you to know that if you feel a bit like, oh, my God, what am I doing with my life? I don't know how to transition to this. Know that the right thing will come to you at the right time and just trusting that even if you don't have it all together right at the moment, you will find a new routine and you will adjust. And that's the amazing thing about being a human is that we are so freaking adaptable, but in this society that's so like forward thinking and always pushing and always must move faster and everything is just like happening in an instant, it can be really hard to be patient and to be kind to ourselves while we kind of like let the dust settle and figure it out. And it will come, but the worst thing that you can do is kind of beat yourself up for not figuring out what to do next but anyway she was saying I'm so focused on not gaining weight and I'm feeling really stressed about my body and I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and I'm always really stressed about whether I'm gaining weight and here's the thing right the more that you stress about something the more that you focus on something the harder it makes it for you to actually be able to achieve that result because it's like I've said on this podcast so many times there is literally not a better saying than this saying of a watch kettle never boils so if you can care less about what you're eating you're more likely to just eat normally right you're not more likely to just eat as you were when you were a kid and if you think about your eating habits when you're a kid or even like if we go back to like a baby right they're eating all the time but they also just stop eating when they're full and that's where you really want to be because they don't care babies don't care what they look like right so if you can eat in a way that's like I don't care what I look like in the sense that like I'm not trying to restrict to lose weight 
eventually you'll get to this place where it's really easy for you to eat in alignment with also feeling good in your body, with also having a body that you want because you're not overeating, but you're also not under eating. So the less that you um, under eat, the less that you restrict, the easier it becomes to eat in moderation and the easier it becomes to not overeat all the time because you're just sitting in this really beautiful kind of maintenance phase, which takes time. And I totally get that. So I want you to know that you've sometimes got to ride that wave initially. And I speak about this a lot as well of when you start to let go of rules around food and you're kind of going through this journey of like, well, maybe, yes, I'm going to gain a little bit of weight and becoming comfortable with that. Initially, it's going to take time to find your feet and it will feel a little bit rocky and you will have episodes where you might overeat and you will have episodes where you look at your body and you'll feel totally disgusted. And that's normal. That's all part of the journey. You are always progressing, even if it doesn't feel like it, right? You are always moving forwards. You're always making more progress than you realize. And even if you do overeat or even if you have a really bad body image day and you're just beating yourself up after that episode ask yourself what triggered that what can I learn from this how can I do things differently next time so that it doesn't come to that again and in terms of your body image you want to learn how to accept the body that you are in right now right a lot of us think that we need to wait until we have the six-pack in order to accept our bodies or in order to love our bodies And I think we just need to let go of the idea of loving ourselves. Like I feel like for me, I've been on this journey for maybe like seven or eight years and it's only really been this year that I'm like, yeah, I feel comfortable in saying I love myself. Like I think I'm great. It doesn't mean that I don't want to improve and I don't want to continually up level and transform in so many areas of my life. But I can also love myself, right? It's like you can love like your family member and still like be excited that they're going to go to uni or be excited that they're training for a competition. You can still love them, right? And that's what you can do to yourself. But in the first instance, you want to start to learn how to accept yourself. So accepting yourself means acknowledging that there are parts of you that maybe you want to change and that maybe you don't love, but you're still going to accept that first. And the reason why we need to do that is because without accepting our bodies, then we're going to be constantly working against our bodies. We're constantly going to be at war. And that is meaning that we're going to be acting from a place of fear and hate for our body. And when we do that, it leads to us feeling Um, overwhelmed leads to us overtraining and getting burnt out and that's so negative on your mental health and your physical health but what your anxiety will tell you is that you need to be you know fueled by this hatred and that you need to be fueled by beating yourself up all the time but it's just not true you will be able to find that spark through a place of acceptance from your body and when you exercise from a place of acceptance of from I want to feel better and not from always I want to look better it takes so much pressure off you and it gives you actually the motivation to exercise so much more than I should do this because otherwise I'm going to gain weight. My clients literally say that is one of the biggest shifts that they have is exercising purely just because they want to feel better and because they know it's going to be good for their mental health. It's so such a relief and then you're not focusing on your physical body and guess what happens when you don't focus on your physical body? It thrives. It, it, it really does um, function more optimally, right? And you can then have energy for other parts of your life and you can use exercise as a tool to be the best version of yourself, mind, body and soul, rather than just to burn calories because there is so much more to you than just your physical form. There really, really is. And you have to believe that and you have to understand that you have so much more to offer. So body acceptance, definitely one of my top number one tips. And you can practice this by having a really neutral mindset. So by 
looking at your body in the mirror and noticing parts of your body and just really looking at yourself and not thinking, oh, I need to change that. Oh, I, that's not good enough. Or, oh, that's really ugly. Just looking at yourself with the most neutral mindset and reminding yourself that just because you look a certain way, that does not mean that anything about you, every single thing in this planet is neutral. It is just our response to it and the way that we perceive things. The first step is honestly acceptance. Otherwise you will be constantly fighting an uphill battle. The way that you're feeling about your body as well, the really interesting thing about the our body image is that it is our beliefs and our thoughts and our habits that really determine what we actually see, which is why like body dysmorphia is so um tricky because it really makes warps your perception of reality it makes you look bigger than you are it's why when I was 52 kilos I thought I looked like a thousand kilos right I just had no concept of what I actually looked like um and so it's really important to remind yourself that your body may not have even changed, but the way that you respond to any sort of stressful or traumatic situation is to blame your body and to be like, well, if I was thinner, I'd be able to cope more. Or if I was skinnier, I would be able to you know, have more strength or I would be motivated because that's been your habit. And that's your, your an old system of coping, of blaming your body and kind of taking putting the blame on something else that feels really like tangible because that helps you to not deal and protect you from dealing with your emotions of feeling really stressed or feeling really overwhelmed because if you've never been taught that it's okay to feel those emotions and that yes they're uncomfortable but you can just sit with them then your body searches for a way to protect yourself against it and that can be by blaming your body and by searching for something outside of yourself aka if I was thinner then I would be coping with this better or if I was thinner then I would be happy or if I was thinner then I wouldn't you know then this bad thing wouldn't have happened to me and that's simply not true at all but it's just reminding yourself that sometimes these old patterns come up especially when a traumatic crazy situation like this comes up and it can be really really easy to just go into that automatic response of oh well my body should be different and then I would be happier but it's just reminding yourself that that's not true that even the most skinny people or the leanest people or the healthiest people in the world also have bad days and they also experience feeling uncomfortable and they also have low self-esteem so it's just reminding yourself that every single person experiences every single emotion and having a good body or having a different body will not change the way that you feel about yourself. So the way that we can cope with a traumatic situation or a stressful situation is by first acknowledging that we are worthy of care. And that just because other people may have it perceivably worse than us doesn't mean that we are not worthy of feeling sad or that we're not worthy of feeling the emotions that we have. And also recognizing that we do need self-care because even if this situation hasn't directly impacted you, it's still upheavaled our entire life, right? So it's allowing yourself to have more rest. It's allowing yourself to do self-care practices. It's reaching out for support and knowing that that doesn't make you weak and that doesn't make you any less capable. It's making sure that you have some ways of giving back to yourself. It's allowing yourself to have baths on a Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. or just giving yourself the permission to sleep in on a Thursday morning or watching TV in the afternoon sometimes. You know what I mean? Because those are ways that you can give back to your body and allow your system time to like kind of regenerate whilst you cope with everything that's happening or also to have a break from everything that's going on. I think sometimes, especially in like the spiritual world, it's all like deal with your emotions and cope with everything and make sure that you're really moving through your emotions, which obviously, as you know, I'm all about and I really want to give you tools to cope with your emotions as well and to help you to grow your emotional intelligence. 
But sometimes you just need a break, man. Sometimes you just got to watch your TV in the afternoon and just have nothing to think about, nothing to process. Because in reality, we are humans and we are here to grow and we are here to like evolve. But we're also here to like live our life and enjoy the process a little bit. And sometimes enjoying the process means that we're just chilling and resting and relaxing and allowing ourselves that time and space. I think a lot of the fear as well around our bodies changing is this idea that it's never going to end. Like I'm going to keep gaining weight. I'm never going to get back into the gym. I'm, I'm never going to feel motivated again. I'm never going to love my body. And I can guarantee you that every single thing on this planet is impermanent. Nothing lasts forever. And what really keeps us stuck in a cycle of like hatred and worry and anxiety is feeling like things are going to last forever or that we're just going to continually gain weight. And honestly, if you believe that, then it probably will happen. But you can shift your beliefs and just trust that in this moment right here and right now, my body is changing. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen forevermore. It really like it really doesn't, right? It doesn't mean that you're constantly going to gain weight or the, your body's constantly going to change and this is where it's really important to have some affirmations and to also be surrounded by people that are not so um I guess like catastrophizing of thinking like, well, this is going to happen forever and now I'm fucked. You know, it's reminding yourself that this is happening right here in this moment and it's going to change and something different is going to come. And I just have to trust that my body knows what to do and my body is in this space right now. And knowing that you really can go back to a diet and you can all like, you'll be able to go back into the gym in the future. But right now in this moment, I do not recommend dieting at all because dieting puts your body in a suboptimal state, which means that your immune system is lowered. Your mental health will be worse. Your physical health will be worse. Really the only benefit to dieting is that you might be a little bit leaner and like (laughs) the cons just so outweigh the pros. There's so many other ways that you can use your energy. And for me, I've been feeling really energy depleted as well because there are so many changes going on because there are so many things that I'm experiencing, whether it be firsthand or secondhand that I've never experienced before. So I'm already exhausted. Why would I throw in another pressure of making sure that I died of trying to lose weight, of counting all my calories, of being really strict with my food? Like, no, I'm just, I'm so tired of doing that. And I've already spent so much of my life doing it that I know how exhausting it is. So just allow yourself the grace of being in a juicy maintenance phase where you have a little bit more flexibility around food, where you don't have to stress about every single thing that you're eating. And just like use this time as a period where you can finally eat whatever you want and reminding yourself that when you do give yourself unconditional permission to eat all the foods that you want, it doesn't mean that you're going to go on like a binge fest for three days and only eat chocolate and only eat carbs. And you might do that for a couple of days, but always remind yourself that whenever you do that, you always come back to this place of wanting vegetables, of wanting a home cooked meal, of craving a salad, of craving fruit. You always do. And so when you're really relentless with giving yourself that unconditional permission to eat food, it means that you're less likely to go ham and overeat because you feel safe in knowing that you're going to be getting that food in the next couple of days. So it's easier for you to leave food on the plate, right? So that's really important to acknowledge and to just like let yourself be in a maintenance phase. You don't always have to be hustling and working on goals. We aren't just constant ongoing humans that always need to be kicking goals and smashing ourselves all the time. Sometimes, and this is actually really beautiful, it's just enough to maintain and to let things unfold and to really enjoy the fruits of our labor. Like if you're someone, I guess similar to me, that's always been going to the gym, that's always had a goal, that's been powerlifting, that's macro tracked, that's done diets, that's had so many different coaches, 
especially around my fitness, it's okay to just maintain. And, you know, for me, I still have my fitness coach to keep me accountable and to give me my workouts because that makes me feel really good. But I'm not doing it with a certain goal in mind. I'm just doing it for the, you know, (laughs) the immediate outcome of I feel better afterwards and I know I feel good for exercising and it takes my mind off things. So your body is not linked to your worth. Your physical body is not the only part of you there are so many other parts of you that make up who you are and what you bring to this world and your vibe is the most important thing about you the way that you feel about yourself is the key to achieving all of the things that you want to do and that's why I'm so passionate about you getting to know yourself about uncovering your mindset blocks and around helping you to have other ways of coping with your emotions so that you can show up in a way that is so authentic because when you really create a vibe that feels like your essence when you learn about who you are shit happens like wow I would not be where I am today had I not have gained weight and if you had said that to me six years ago I would have been like are you fucking crazy because I really thought that my success my ability to make friends my ability to find love my ability to make money was so hung up on the idea of me being skinny and yet here I am having defied all of that I'm not the skinniest person and I'm not the leanest person and yet I run a successful fitness business I run a successful online mindset coaching business I you know have an amazing support network and my friends and family love me like I feel like I am just the most confident that I've ever been and that's all come from going through that really uncomfortable experience of gaining weight and knowing that if I really want to at any point I truly can do a diet and I'm going to give myself the permission to do that if and when I choose to do that but for now I'm also giving myself the permission to just enjoy the journey as much as I can and just to be patient with myself and to allow myself to feel whatever it is that I need to feel and just know that my body is doing the best that I can it, it really is. And regardless of whether you feel bloated, regardless of whether you have been to the gym that day or whether you can see your ab lines, I know I certainly can't see much definition of my muscles right now. And I'm definitely losing muscle. I can tell you that. Regardless, you still get to be content in this moment. You absolutely do. And having a healthy body image and feeling good about yourself is all fine and well when you're in a good routine and you're able to go to the gym and you're eating well and you're able to leave your house. But what really shows a true testament of your character is how you respond in stressful situations, right? That really gives you the, um, I guess, the understanding of who you are. When the going gets, t- wait, what's the saying? When when shit gets tough, the going, oh, fuck, I can't remember what the saying is. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to wrap this podcast episode up here. If you enjoyed it, let me know. I always love hearing from you, my lovely listeners. You are the reason why I create this podcast. So let me know what you think, who you want me to interview, leave us a review. Um, or what would be even more amazing is if you could share this with a friend that you think would really benefit from some body image tips during this very interesting time. All right, stay safe out there. Have a great rest of your day, Arvo, whatever time it is for you. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye.